Broncos conservative corner. Man, I love Judge Janine. Immigration attorney David Leopold came on her show and tried to lie his way through her program, and she hammered him the entire way. The clip is a little bit lengthy, but it's definitely worth listening to if you have not heard it. Here we go. Here to discuss this reckless new approach is immigration attorney and Biden transition advisor David Leopold. David, thanks so much for being with us on Justice Tonight. You know, you recently said that the currently the unaccompanied minors are not being met with the cruelty that they were being met with uh, in cages like they were during the Trump administration. What do you base that on? and cruelty but look let's let's talk about that for a second you know one thing that the trump administration showed us that with its cruelty and with its outlandish treatment of children with its kidnapping of kids at the borders with its separation with its treatment of people of humanity of kids they're still coming janine and why are they still coming they're coming because this is not a biden issue This is something that's been going on in ebbs and flows for decades. And in fact, if you want to talk about a surge at the border. David, what's been going on in ebbs and flows? David, what's ebbs and flows? What are you saying? Take a look at at uh, 2019. Everybody's screaming on your show tonight about about a surge at the border. But in 2019, there was 150,000 people that came in, much more than what we have today. Under Joe Biden. David, David, you're wrong on the facts. The 100,000 in February this year is the highest number in 15 years. All right, that is a fact. And if you want to go through the cages, I want you to look at a picture of a cage. Just bear with me. Answer my question. This cage with children in it, the date is 2014. That cage was built and used during Obama administration. Obama was putting the kids in cages. And your numbers are wrong, too. That the highest the number is because Biden is sending them in. Jeanine, just because you say my numbers are wrong doesn't mean they're wrong. And you want to talk about... about no, they're facts. These are the facts. They're not facts. I mean, very few things that I hear in the show tonight have been facts. You said this evening that the border All right. is open. Well, David, That's let me true. ask you something. If you don't think anything's been a fact, let me ask you a question. Now, you say that um, that, 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 that that people are coming to this country now for a better life. Is that what you is that what you believe in, that they all have legitimate asylum claims? Is that correct? Well, wait a minute. I don't know if you can find a quote of me saying that. What I'm saying and what I think is... Well, that's why I'm asking you. Can I finish, please? What, What are the facts are that people are fleeing horrific violence and cruelty in Central America. Okay, point one. This is not new. Well, then... The problem is... Okay. The problem is that Donald Trump, with all of his, uh, his chaotic administration lifted any kind of aid to Central America. He stopped the Central America Miners Program, which was designed to assess the asylum claims of kids in Central America. 
This is Trump's failure. And you are so wrong. Trump. I'm sorry. You're not entitled to your own facts. The, the, the <laughs> Donald Trump gave money to the Northern Triangle countries to incentivize them to work so that these people would not come to America until their asylum claim was approved. In fact, even Donald Mexican Trump. President Obrador disagrees with you. He's the one who said that um, the stemming the flow was only happening with Donald Trump and that this is a disaster and he believes that the that the cartels are coming through Mexico, and now there's a real gang operation going on on his border as well. Janine, look. Is the president the wrong? Janine, last week the David. Congress passed. Let me finish, please. Let me finish. Congress passed the an unprecedented, historic American rescue plan, which is going to bring money to American households, to people watching this tonight. The Republicans but Congratulations, want to talk about what's that got to that? do with Im immigration other than burdening the Americans with more taxes? But, what's uh, that got to do with what we're talking about? Let me finish and I'll tell you what that's got to do. Go to right me. ahead. Okay. What that's got to do <laughs> is the fact that this is going to be a very popular piece of legislation. It's historic. And the Republicans don't want the American people to think about it because the Democrats came into power. President Biden kept his promise. He's putting COVID relief out there. He's making America better. He's making America great again. He is bringing, David, I'm stopping you right there. I don't tolerate lies on my show. He is bringing COVID into this country after Americans weren't allowed to go to work, go to church, or visit families, or go to funerals. And now he's bringing in a whole pandemic during a pandemic. David yeah, Leopold, thanks for, for being here, and thanks for nothing. Thank you. Still ahead, my closing statement. <laughs> don't you just love Janine? Man, she hammered Leopold there. <laughs> First of all, he totally dodged the question about the cages because they don't want to touch that at all. Those are Obama's cages. Like she said, that photo, she, the particular photo she showed was from 2014. They were built under his administration, not Trump's, and Biden is doing no better. In a report from the Daily Wire, Photographs from inside one of Biden's administration border detention facilities in Texas showed hundreds of migrants, including many children, locked up in pods designed to at least give the appearance of trying to take the coronavirus pandemic seriously. The pictures are appalling to say the least. These kids and families are all on top of each other. They have those little, uh, I don't know if they're tin foil or a heating foil or whatever. They are those little foil looking blankets that they have on top of them. It's deplorable conditions and it's unacceptable. And typical for the Biden administration to come out and say that everything's under control. There is no problems. Our border is being I would like to say invaded, but since they were invited, I probably shouldn't use that term because it wouldn't be accurate, but the borders are definitely being overrun. It is so bad, they're just releasing them into the country. In a posting in The Federalist, Border Patrol agents in the Rio Grande Valley have begun releasing illegal aliens from custody without issuing a return court date due to the limited space in already overwhelmed holding facilities. Fox News did confirm that on Sunday. So now we're just releasing people with no return court date into the United States. So how well are they actually vetting these people? 
Who is actually coming across our border? Do we have any idea at this moment? No. I'm sure that probably 99% of people coming across that border are truly searching for a better life, even though they're going about it the wrong way. They were invited by Joe Biden. They took the invitation and ran with it. But that one percentile, that's going to be your drug cartels. That's going to be your human traffickers. All these unaccompanied minors are going to go missing. And nobody will be none the wiser because they're not registered correctly anyways. On top of all of that, we are in a pandemic right now. And 25% of the people coming across the border are COVID positive. My question is, I'm not a conspiracy theorist, but are they trying to punish Texas for opening up because it's a red state and there are conservatives there? They're letting these people into society to help spread the virus so your numbers will dramatically increase. Therefore, Joe Biden can say, I told you you shouldn't have any Neanderthal thinking. Oh, it's look what it did to your state. And they could say, hey, shut it back down. Because it's possible, (laughs) like I said, I'm not a conspiracy theorist, but if you're letting COVID sick people across the border and they're not actually vetting them, letting them out into society, well, what do you think the end result's going to be? Another issue that I have with him just allowing people across the border is we have almost 18 million Americans out of work right now. And if Sleepy Joe's going to grant amnesty to 11 million immigrants, that's going to put even more strain on these people trying to find work. How is that taking care of Americans? I'm all for helping people out, but don't you think that we should take care of our own first? Why is it that always, when Democrats are in charge, it's always America last. They really, truly hate this country. Donald Trump is not happy with the southern border. Everything that he put in place was keeping all this at bay. They've even had people on CNN, ABC, come out and say that they're from another country, and the only reason that they're coming here is because of Biden. Because they know they can get in. They said they would absolutely not attempt this under Trump. That really shows how weak of a president Biden is. Now, Donald Trump did issue a formal statement. I'm not going to read the whole thing. It is online. You can find the formal statement online. Um, It's a pretty strong statement. He calls what they're doing pathetic and clueless and doesn't understand why they would take out the policies that Trump put in place to keep our borders safe. It makes sense to me. Anything Trump did to them was bad. So whatever it was, they had to get rid of it just out of spite because they hate him so much. It didn't matter if it was of any benefit to the United States or to the people. That means nothing to them. They don't care about what you think, what you do, who you are. They do not care about the people. That's why they do the things that they do. They care so little about you that we have a man in the White House that's willing to go on national TV and call people Neanderthals. And I really love the fact that Biden seems to eat his words a lot these days. He had a few unkind comments for then-President Trump when he was coming down the ramp at the uh, military facility he was at, and because Trump's wearing dress shoes, it's not like they got the best grip on him, he started going down, the dress shoes were sliding a little bit, so he ended up kind of going into a full trot to avoid falling. Well, 
<laughs> Isn't it a shame when you make fun of somebody, how it seems to always come back and bite you? Because I know everybody saw Joe Biden going into Air Force One, doing the triple step. <laughs> now, I know I shouldn't be making fun of anybody, excuse me, especially an old man. However, I feel like he brought that on himself since he had so much to say about Trump. The difference between the two is Trump kind of went down gracefully. He didn't even fall. Joe just kept missing the step until he ended up on his side and then got up and kind of tried to dust himself off and look good for the cameras, I guess, steadied himself on the railings and hobbled into Air Force One. <laughs> and I got to tell you, the if you are on social media, I know you've seen all the videos people are making and they are out of control He's never going to live that one down. I, I personally thought it was pretty funny. I'm sorry. Look, the guy didn't end up in the hospital. He's okay for the most part. He just took a spill. And uh, I rather enjoyed it. <laughs> Jesus. And that is the president. Imagine that. That's what everybody around the world is seeing right now. A weak-looking old man who just ate it on the way up to Air Force One. I also did notice something else, too, that I don't know if anybody else caught in that video, but I was sitting there watching it, and I showed my wife a few times, and I said, do you notice the same thing I'm noticing? She kind of looked at me, and she's like, well, I don't know. I don't know what you're talking about, even though she was laughing. Nobody went to help him. They just, he just fell. Nobody, you, didn't see, you didn't see a military member run up there? Nothing. Gee, I can't imagine why with the way he beats everybody up, and he basically hates America, so... They, they probably were laughing inside themselves, too. They just couldn't show it on national television. You wonder if Joe knows how much nobody likes him. Do you think he feels that at all? Just who knows, right? He, he probably doesn't even know what day of the week it is. Uh, on some brighter news, I have another clip from Fox News I wanted you to uh, listen to. Here it is. Donald Trump obviously has been booted off Twitter and Facebook and Instagram, which were a great megaphone for him. Does he plan to try to get back on social media, perhaps with some new outfit? You know, Harry, this is really interesting, the fact that the president's been off of social media for a while because his press releases, his statements, have actually been getting almost more play than he ever did on Twitter before. I'm not sure if that's because the length of them were a bit longer. I even had one reporter say that she thought it was much more elegant the way that the president was able to communicate his thoughts and it very much looked more presidential in that longer form. But uh, I do think that we're going to see President Trump returning to social media in probably about two or three months here with his own platform. And this is something that I think will be the, the hottest ticket in social media. It's going to completely redefine the game and everybody is going to be waiting and watching to see what exactly President uh, Trump does, but it will be his own platform. So just to follow up, will this be a platform that the president and the former president will create himself, will be working with another company and obviously he'll be starting from scratch. He won't start out with 88 million Twitter followers. Well, I can't go much further than what I was able to just share, but I can say that it will be big once he starts. There have been a lot of high-powered meetings he's been having at Mar-a-Lago uh, with some teams of folks who've been coming in. And I got to tell you, there have been it's not just one company that's approached the president. There have been numerous companies. But I think the president does know what direction that he wants to head here. And this new platform is going to be big, and everyone wants him. He's going to bring millions and millions, tens of millions of people to this new platform. Oh, yeah. 
President Trump's coming with his own social media so he cannot be kicked off again and say whatever the hell he wants to say, which is a great thing. And even more than that, it's important that we have all these different conservative-run outlets because we need a place where we can go that truth is still going to be set on. We can't be silenced just because of our opinions and you know, exercising our First Amendment right, which is free speech on whatever we believe in. The left right now, the whole cancel culture and wokeness, it's going to get to a point where everybody is going to be canceled top to bottom. I mean, even Bill Mayer was coming out and criticizing the woke babies. And for somebody who's such a hardcore leftist to come out and criticize it, it's not because he's with us. It's because he is intelligent enough to understand that it's going to get everybody eventually. Nobody's going to be safe from it. So the fact that you see President Trump doing what he's doing with his social media, uh, Bongino's a big investor in Parler. Parler's a great social media app where freedom of speech is still free and you're not going to be persecuted for your opinions or your beliefs. You have Clout Hub. Um, they're making movie networks that are conservative-based or Christian-based. They may not be to the level of some of these other established movie companies, but they're going to get there. You know, there finally seems to be like an awakening of conservatives that we need all of our own stuff. We, we need to have our own platforms, our own servers. Uh, we have to have our own companies, movie companies. The left is very good about controlling all of that, and we always play within their realm, but we never developed something for ourselves. And look at how easy it was for the big conglomerates to just shut Parler off just at the drop of a hat because they wanted to because they held that power, which made parlor scatter and try to find somebody else that'll host them knowing that a lot of companies were going to get pressure from the other side to not host them so it's nice to see that people are waking up enough to know that hey we better design our own infrastructure where they can't just come and shut you down where we can protect the values that are so important to us like freedom of speech you know, I mean, once they get it to the point where you can't say anything or you're scared to say anything or they can just literally stop you from saying anything, you are no longer free. So it's important to have as many outlets as we can possibly have. With that being said, you know that Twitter is about to lose a lot of followers because the trolls are going to join just to get on Trump again. And, you know, anybody who likes Trump, like myself, I'll obviously I would sign up for his platform. It would be another one that I'm on, are all going to move over there as well. So he, that's almost a sure thing. He knows he's going to make money with that one, and that's a good thing. Twitter, probably going to lose money. Facebook, probably going to lose money. And you know what? Good. Because that's the only way to get a message through to these people. You got to hit them where it hurts. That's it. They don't understand anything else because they don't have a soul, so they don't care about anything else except the almighty dollar. And that'll wrap it up for me this morning. I hope you like what you're hearing. If you do, please tell some people about me. Best way for me to get around. Um, if you have any questions, concerns, if you'd like to uh, compliment me or criticize me, uh, I've said it before. If you want to just tell me that I suck, I'm good with that too. Uh, Gmail at ljconsercrn at gmail.com. Parlor Joe Little. Uh, Twitter at LJCONSERCRN, Clout Hub, Little Joe CC, and Gab. I'm at Little Joe's Corner. 
God bless you all. Have a great Tuesday. I will see you again on Friday because I'm sure a lot's going to happen between now and then.